Welcome to a cup of coffee in the big time, the pro wrestling podcast where we drink coffee and watch wrestling. Cup of coffee in the big time. This is episode two. I am Ford and I am joined uh, this episode as I am most all of our episodes. Immediately to my right is the sexiest big man in all of podcasting. He is Vegas Vegas. Yes. Yes, I'm here as I always am. And he is the uh, most jacked man in all of wrestling podcasting. I'm going to say wrestling podcasting because I'm sure there's some health podcast where the guys are bigger, but he's the biggest guy here. Ooh, his name is Madness Madness. Hey, hey, I'm back. I'm here. Ready to go. It sounded very gay of you. It did. Hey, 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 big time. Yeah. So we are back. It is our uh, second episode. If you watched the first one, hopefully you hit the subscribe button as we watch the mega powers imploding. I left that. I was there was a pause there for madness to say exploding, and he did he, not. He did not. He did. I'm just done with that argument. He didn't get it. I yeah. got we, it, and I heard you. I'm getting myself synced up for this one. We fought for we fought for 35 minutes after we stopped recording. Um, about madness and and uh, myself, I'm saying imploding. He's saying exploding, and and it was a 35 minute post show argument. And apparently, he doesn't want to continue it. Unfortunately, yes, I already won. But it is a cup of coffee in the big time where we drink coffee, we watch wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram at Coffee and Wrestling. That's right, Coffee and Wrestling on Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube at Coffee and Wrestling. And go to CoffeeandWrestlingPod.com to find all the links to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Also, you'll see the link up there where you could go and buy a shirt. You can follow me, Ford, on Twitter at Ford Complains. And you can follow the sexiest big man in all of podcasting Vegas on Twitter at Joey S Vegas. And the S doesn't stand for sister. And you can follow madness. Madness. Why don't you give everyone your uh, Twitter handles and Instagram handles and yada, yada. Well, Instagram is the Mike madness. And uh, that's the, yes, the Instagram. And then the Twitter will be at MFS wellness as well as Instagram in the same fashion thank you beautiful so our last episode like i said we watched the mega powers imploding and we all can refer to that era as um, one of the many peaks of the pro wrestling uh, business and this week we're going to do the valley if you got the peaks in the valleys this this is a low 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 point mm -hmm. and I originally picked this show because this turns out to be Scott Hall's last match in WCW. So I figured, well, it's fitting. It was 23 years ago today. Let's watch Scott Hall's last match. And I look in Scott Hall's last match. Again, this is the main event of a pay-per-view. It's seven minutes long. That's it. That's it. So I said, all right, well, since the match is only seven minutes long, I guess we'll watch the last two matches. Yeah. yeah. The second to last match is eight minutes. So there you go. I think some matches with Glacier have gotten more. Yeah. A glacier, a glacier was very, very underrated. Madness. I, I did like Glacier. Uh, madness I have with me here in my left hand 
for those of you watching on video podcast. I have the Meltzer synopsis, which also includes the Meltzer match ratings. In this hand, as you learned in the first episode, I have the PW Torch Wade Keller response to this show. You also, sorry, pardon that, I hit the microphone. Madness, you have the Meltzer match ratings, correct? Yes. Okay. So I just want to read Meltzer's opening few sentences. This was the greatest pay-per-view of all time. About this Mm pay-per-view. I'm sure that's what it says. And a little bit about the attendance. And then Madness, um, you could break us down the matches leading up to the two that we're going to watch. And then you could do the Meltzer ratings for those matches uh, after we watch them. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So Meltzer starts his Super Brawl 2000 coverage with this. There's little to say about Super Brawl 2000 other than James Brown was there and got a big reaction. And the crowd popped pretty big for Hulk Hogan's ring entrance. It was a WCW show filled with young guys who the crowd doesn't know or care about and old guys the crowd knows but isn't interested in except a short-term nostalgia acts. The big surprise of Sting returning meant little. The return of Roddy Piper returning was really, really sad. And showing clips of the 1989 Ric Flair versus Terry Funk I Quit match only emphasized how great they once were compared to what the company puts out today and how much older they've gotten. The show on 220 drew 5,538 paid and 3,031 comps to the Cow Palace in San Francisco, paying a gate of 177,324, and they bought another 38,520 in merchandise. That is with the return to pay-per-view of Hogan and Flair. It was the fourth straight year Super Brawl has been brought to the Bay Area, and the first one where tickets didn't sell out well in advance. As a comparison, last year with Hogan versus Flair as a headliner, this was the last WCW show to do more than a 1.1 buy rate and drew 550,000 uh, house. This year they did about one-third the gate, and they will be doing well if they do one-third of the buy rate of only one year ago. So this show, not good in terms of attendance when the number that got in for free Almost matches the number that paid. So, as I said, great pay-per-view. Sold-out crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the gimmick of this podcast is we drink coffee and we watch wrestling. Yes. And before we get to the watching of the wrestling, Vegas, what are we drinking on this episode? Yes, yes. My only gimmick on the show is introducing the coffee. We have we did not realize was going to be your gimmick. That's true. Until but, last episode. Yeah, but it is. Oh, well, you know, I guess I got to do something. Uh, we are doing again. The company name is Whipped Dream Creations, which will have the link in the description. Yes. So this is the second episode in a row we are doing it. The first one, uh, we did have about an hour uh, fist fight um, about the pronunciation of caramel. Uh, the two the two doofuses, uh, Madness and Ford, think it's caramel. It's, caramel. it's not. It's caramel. Uh, we are doing no caramel this time. Um, we are doing the mocha coffee. So it's a little chocolatey yeah. goodness 
Uh, I will not be putting any cream uh, and or sugar in this because madness uh, totally uh, ribbed me on that. So I won't be doing that this time. I know Ford will be doing the cream because he can't have coffee without. Well, cream. wait a minute. So you're telling me, are you challenging me right now to drink it straight without any cream? Well, madness ribbed us. By the so way, it's I, half and half. The truth, the truth, gentlemen, is that if you can't have something on its own without adding something into it, you truly don't like what that is. If you do not like well, coffee. like half and half. Yeah. yeah, but if you don't like, if you can't drink, you can like half and half and coffee and be that be fine with that. But if you don't like coffee, plain, black, dark, if you can't just put it down like that, you don't like coffee. So you don't. So you don't like putting salad dressing on your salads. Yeah. No, I don't put any salad dressing on a good salad. A real good salad doesn't need any dressing. All right. All right. You know what? You know what? I wasn't planning on this. Uh oh! Here he comes. But I will drink. This mocha with nothing in it. I will accept your challenge. I will accept your challenge, Madness Vegas. Because I I do feel I uh, Madness uh, did have points. Um, If we are going to grade these and give an honest grade, we can't add stuff because then we don't get the real taste of coffee. And it's kind of like it's kind of like alcohol. I know Madness uh, doesn't partake much in the alcohol. But if you put uh, bullshit mixers in your alcohol, you really don't like the alcohol you're drinking. Madness used to be an alcoholic. That's the same thing. Madness used to be an alcoholic. First, a little bit of an issue. But hey, we, we got through it. Well, so, he switched to he switched to right. the roids. So Good again, for him. <laughs> again this week, gotta have a vice. Drink, <laughs> drink oh, it from oh, the Timmy Hortons. We are spitting uh, coffee uh, on the hot uh, coffee pot. Oh, that's not gonna be good for business. No, that, you're gonna have to clean that off. It, off. it doesn't. It's it's fine. That it's coffee fine. pot's the size of the mug I use. It's, dri- it's dripping Jesus because Christ, you put, you put a shit thing. ton of water in this cup. I put too much water in. Full disclosure. Yeah. Well, you also left the brew on. Yeah, because that you leave the brew on for it being hot. Yeah, but now you can't put that back in there. Yes, I can. We're gonna have a problem on our hands. No, we'll be fine. All right. So Meltzer did not rave about Super Brawl 2000. Yep. Uh, thank you very much. Here we go. Right back in. Okay, maybe not. Because there's a lot dripping out. But we're going to put it back in. Yeah. I'm putting it back in so it doesn't keep dripping. It's floating. Yeah. Yeah, you put way too well, much. we have water. a problem here, okay? Yeah. But you know what? As Tony Schiavone would say, the tape machines are rolling. And it's a $5 coffee pot. You'll buy another one. Yeah, that looks like the, a, a little mug or something. It's a little It's a little Mr. Coffee. It makes yeah. five. It makes 25 but, ounces of coffee. Yeah. And we're still brewing, even though so it's off. So, Madness, um, sorry, not Madness. Are we doing this again? Uh, Wade Keller does not give a synopsis of the show. He just goes match by match, unlike Dave, who gave us that little that little lead in there. So, uh, that's what Meltzer thought of the show. Madness, we'll let you take us now through the card with the Meltzer ratings leading up to the last mat, two matches that we will watch. Yes, I will uh, stop prior to that, and then we can get right into the show. So, yes, like you said, this is WCW Super Brawl 2000, Cow Palace, San Francisco, 8,500 in attendance. So your first matchup, artist formerly known as Prince Iakea, defeating Lash LaRue in five minutes for the Cruiserweight Championship. Any guesses? Oh, I, have uh, the, I have the answer. One and a half stars. 
half a star there. Oh, well, I give him a little extra because I like the cruiserweights. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, ask Vegas because I have the answers. Yeah. All right. And then match number two is Brian Knobs defeating Bam Bam Bigelow in a hardcore match for the hardcore title. Oh, I mean, this is definitely at least a seven star match. <laughs> no, it was actually a nine star. Believe it. Oh, <laughs> say I knew it was up there. It's a quarter star. Yeah. I, yeah. Unfortunately. Two great, two great wrestlers. Looks like then match number three starts with three count. Evan Courageous, Shane Helms, and Shannon Moore defeating Norman Smiley, a handicapped tag. What do you think that got? Um, it's Smiley. <laughs> Norman Smiley. The it is. Yeah, Smi- That's Smiley. right. That is right. Uh, I would probably say a half a star. That got one full star, believe it or oh. not. Yeah. I mean, there are good wrestlers in there, but... There's there some good workers in that, uh, all four of them. Anyways, match number four, The Wall, defeating the Kiss Demon. Well, I, I have a soft spot for Dale Torborg and the White Sox organization, so I'm going to say five-star. Jesus Christ, that's a negative one star. You're not even five. trying to get these right, are you, Vegas? Yeah. Well, right, no, the two, no two I didn't, and the rest, the other two I did. All right, you got Tank, Tank Abbott defeating Big Al. In a leather jacket on a pole match. <laughs> oh well, Vince Russo at its finest. Hey, Russo's not uh, even here. I know. Days. I'm just saying. A uh, leather this... jacket on a pole match. They they give negative stars. See that throws me off. But I would say that's got to be some negative, like half a star or something. It's actually a quarter star somehow. Yeah. Um, all right, match number happened. six is Big T, who I believe is Ahmed Johnson. Yep. Uh, d- defeating Booker without the T because Big got the T. Uh, Surprise! This match wasn't for the T. Anywho, uh, what do you say? Uh, no, this Vegas? match. This match was for Harlem Heat. I don't. It doesn't say the match type. Yeah, no, that's the stipulation on this. The winner gets the Harlem Heat tag team name. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. it's not listed here. So, but I'm glad you knew that. So yep. that's going to get you uh, a negative star there. Negative one star. All right. Then Billy Kidman defeats Vampiro. 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 Uh, at seven minutes and twenty seconds. What do you say, Joey V? Two and a half. Oh, two, close. Two and a quarter. Yeah. Close. You get a point yeah. for that. Those are two right. good workers in the prime. Match yeah. number eight is Big Vito and Johnny the Bull defeating Crowbar and David Flair in a Sicilian stretcher tag. Forget about it. <laughs> Half a star. Oh! Half a star. He got that one on the dot. All right, this is yeah. the last match. Oh, you nailed that one, Vegas. I see. I told you I was trying. Holy! All right, this will be the last. Uh, this will be the last match I read off, and then we'll start the show so I don't spoil anything. All right, match number nine is Ric Flair defeating uh, Terry Funk in a Texas death match. God, I, God, I would love to see these guys like 15 years earlier. Uh, I'm going to say that was a train wreck. I'm going to say probably a quarter star to a half star. Got two and a quarter. So That's the, just because they were Flair and Funk were in so it. The two matches coming up, I won't read that off, but it's Hulk Hogan against Lex Luger and right into Sid Vicious against uh, like a three-way, right? Triple threat, Garrett and Hall. Yeah. So the one thing that, and we're going to get right into this, I guess we'll just get right into this and then and I'll, I'll tell you my little nugget of information. Uh, my screen went dark. Yeah. You ready? It'll play. Are we, are we ready to count down? Uh, yeah. I'm a couple of seconds off from you now because of my stupid iPad. But You're yeah. fine. All right. So count us down. You ready? Where are you at? Two hours, 21, 54. Sure. Okay. 
<laughs> get there. Two hours, 21 minutes, and 54 seconds. Michael Buffer will be in the ring. And on three, two, one, we'll hit play. Three, two, one, play. Ouch. Oh, watch let's do a sound. Let's do a sound check here. 2000 Poe featured main event. He was as great. two men, two superstars, will now face each other in this ring in the ultimate grudge match. Uh, let's bring it how about the intensity in Hulk Hogan? Isn't that when he couldn't and say, let's get ready to rumble? Some of the things he said were very Is that because why didn't he say it? Yeah, let's bring him up, brother. Well, why would you hire Buffer if you can't do let's get ready to rumble? By the way, this brought to you by Snickers. Yeah, they let you know. So I'm clear. One of the things that I wanted to point out here. Miss Elizabeth looking as, nice. As Luger comes out. She, just, she did get hotter as she... Got, got through this. She's like way hotter here than she was in 1989. Yeah, well, she's got her she got a rack done. That helps. Wow, whatever. So whatever let's. On. I, one thing that caught my mind, and 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 Russo is gone during the show because Russo sent home right before sold out in January, and this is a February pay per view. So this is um, this is Sullivan and crew. Um, what's his face is still there, Ferrara, but uh, Russo is not. One of the things I noticed about this show, so the opener, five minutes and 47 seconds. The second match, four minutes and 44 seconds. The third match, four minutes and six seconds. Uh, the third match, sorry, four minutes and six seconds. The fourth match, three minutes and 37 seconds. The fifth match, that leather jacket uh, on a pole match, um, that went four minutes and 34 seconds. Uh, the sixth match, Big T against Booker. Yeah, that match went five minutes and 23 seconds. The next match after that, Kidman Vampiro, seven minutes. The Big Vito, the Sicilian Stretcher uh, tag match, 11 minutes. The times of these matches, Flair, uh, it went 15. So I got a little better as we went along. But as it should, the I mean, fact that this is a pay-per-view. I'd be pissed if I paid for this. And the opener is five minutes? I mean, it's pretty pretty strange that's tv that's tv match time yeah five minutes uh just, just to go back real quick uh lex luger uh, was in the ring and he was posing i i imagine that being uh mike madness when he wakes up in the morning oh in absolutely that's how, yeah. that's how my wife and i do it that's how we wake up i say yeah, yeah. Is she ripped clothes. your pajamas off yep yeah, I, I, have th I get ordered 365 pairs of pajamas uh, every Christmas, so you uh, could yeah. just wear the same pajama. That's just a tearaway. You could. Uh, no, we ripped the real thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah that's what he's wearing. He's just wearing tearaway pants. I don't want to sleep in tearaway pants, there, fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> but I just said, I wait. Well, you know, she also doesn't really do that. So you could have played along and made it sound like you slept in tearaway clothes. Well, I mean, she might, she might do that. How do you know? Are, she might. Are you in the bedroom with she them? She might. I. He you said, really gotta be a, "You got to be a real confident person to sleep in tearaway clothes. You got to really think like you're always gonna be getting laid at some point." Well, what do you? Just, I mean, what do you? I, I sleep in a pair of. I actually sleep in a pair of Nike shorts that have no elastic band left because I've had them for about twenty twenty years. 
You look like a guy who sleeps in robes you stole from hotels. No, no, I don't have to sleep. First of all, he has. First robes. of all, my wife. My wife works for an an Italian linens company, so I have like a four hundred dollar robe that I don't use. First and foremost, but oh, great great investment there. Yeah, uh, your your wife pay for it. Your your wife gave me one of those robes. Yes, too. we don't. But pay it's cash for it. value sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, pervert. So anyway. Uh, I sleep in a pair of, of uh, Nike uh, shorts and, and no shirt. Uh, the sexiest big man in podcasting, Vegas. What are you sleeping? What are you wearing when you go to sleep? Well, I always think I'm going to get laid, so it's definitely tearaway pants. Uh, no, I do, I sleep with no shirt, yeah, uh, and usually uh, just my boxers. Oh, okay, or, or maybe shorts if it's cold enough. All right, and then madness. Uh, well, I'm more I'm more confident than the tearaway pants guy, so I just literally sleep naked with a condom on my dick. All right. Beautiful. All right, there we're we marking this NC seventeen. <laughs> so we have uh, Hogan and uh, Luger. If you're watching along at home, Luger not, definitely not jacked up. If yeah, no, he's not on anything here. If not, <laughs> no. uh, you'll just enjoy the conversation. Hey Hogan, we just saw him from eleven years earlier. He looks a little deflated here. Yeah, and he's he's wearing the same uh, the same outfit, except he does have red knee pads. Oh no, he had red knee pads had, last time yeah, too. He had red knee pads. He's wearing the ex- ex- literally the exact same outfit. They're well, uh, yeah, he's a little bolder here, though. They brought back the red and yellow here, right? This is one of his uh, his comebacks. They brought it back in '99. Yep. Was it in '99 they did it first? Yeah. Is this, this is a street a fight? That. No, this is WCW at this time is doing like laxed rules. Oh, didn't give a shit rules. Yeah, yeah that's right. Well, they, it's like ECW. Well, yeah, but the ECW was a thing. WCW was just saying. No, I know, but they they said they. Because I remember I just watched this era. Yeah. And they had laxed the rules because. Fans wanted to see finishes. That's what they said. I mean, to, to, I mean, to, to be fair, Japanese wrestling, people hit with chairs and guardrails yeah. and stuff. So and, they stopped DQing, and they just let the guys do what they wish. I'm going to try this coffee. It's hot as balls. Oh, it's so hot. Because I didn't put any cold cream in it. I know. It's so thanks, hot. Thanks, Madness. Yeah, and we have to drink this and burn our mouths yeah. because, of, because of Madness. Burn. They're fogging He's up. He's not even drinking anything. He's over there. He, your innards. He's dictating. Hope it burns your What we're gonna do? He's dictating to us. He doesn't drink anything over there right now. The second, <sighs> the second episode in a row, he doesn't drink anything. And I we're had my coffee here. this morning. I had my coffee this morning. Boys. We're and burning our mouths. Out. Yeah. My esophagus right now has got holes in it. It's on fire. I'm gonna have a big bowl of pasta and go to sleep after this. <laughs> yeah, just carb up. That's what I do. You need that rest for the evening. Wake up. I can't drink this. I'm going to be here all night. Well, also, you're in a plastic cup. I'm in a ceramic mug. But now, This is the first time. No, we saw Hogan and Luger had that one big match uh, on Nitro. I'm busting out the creamer. I'm oh. busting out the half. Oh, my God. I'm drinking it straight. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Well, all you needed to do to really review it is have one sip without the creamer in it. Then you can oh, drink whatever you want. Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, you don't need to. Yeah, I mean, I don't need the creamer. I'm good. I'm all jacked up. A Mountain Dew or coffee. I'm gonna give it three stars. Another three star. Another three star. It's what not you bad. Joey Vegas. I don't taste any it, like for something that was pegged as a as a mocha, you know, a little cocoa, cacao, if you will. I don't taste much of it. I, I'm I'm gonna have to give this like a two star. Ooh, and you gave the last one three and a half. Yeah, the caramel one you were a little more, a little more for. Yeah, and and again, 
I'm going to have to re-review that one maybe at some point because I did have the cream and stuff in there. Yeah. So that might have upped my score. Oh, boy. Um, See how it's all skewed now because you threw the, the cream in it. It might be. I don't know if it is because I did taste some uh, caramel uh, in the Guys, first one. Cream. It's this cream. It's got no sugar in it. It's not going to. But it tastes it. But it, it changes the taste. Barely. No, barely. Why, if it barely changes it, you don't need it in there. Then. Cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. But yeah, this one, I don't get any chocolate flavor. I wanted some cocoa cacao flavor. Didn't so Hogan, Hogan and, and, and Luger are having a, an, a, just an abysmal match, I'm sure. I'm not really paying all that much attention to it. Madness, what know. is the star rating from Uncle Dave Meltzer on this one? Oh, this one. Oh, got... let's, let's, oh let's have this guy guess it. Well, now, I understand the match is not finished yet. No, I know. And so you would be giving us a, a, a rough guesstimate. Well, and to be fair, the other matches, I probably have only seen maybe one or two of them. Uh, so this one, I mean, Hogan's got a broken arm. He's using his cast. I'm going to go. I'm going to go one and a half. Oh, I wish you would have. Uh, oh, it's one, <laughs> one star. Yes. Oh, I, I was giving a little stopped. extra. I wish you would have stopped at one. Well, she plays with her, with her, with her, with her fake rack, looking better than she did in '89. Figure that one out, okay? Most hey, of the time, most of the time, women age like old high school catcher mitts. You know what it is? This one's getting better with time. You look like an old catcher's mitt. Um, yeah, I knew where that was from. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think sometimes it has to do with the uh, the look at the time. I think that maybe the style changed, and we're more attracted because of the style. Rather than that puffy '80s hair and that very skin and bones look, she has a little more meat on her now. She definitely has a little more meat on her, and her rack is definitely bigger. And I think a lot yeah. of that has to do with Enhanced. the hands. She looks a lot better. She looks like she started working working out. Now here's the deal, though the the, the ironic part about this Elizabeth, as opposed to the 18, 80, uh, 1989 version, is this one's on drugs. <laughs> yeah. 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 This one's on some shit. The other one was way. Did you? I don't know if you remember from the last show. She had. She was on the ground, and you could see all the skeletal in her back. Oh yeah, real thin. Yeah. Just well, that was the that. But that was that era. Yeah, you, know? you wanted no fat. In the that the eighty era was the, yeah, skinny... it was the, the big hair and the real skinny and the yeah. high jeans and shit. This is that's, this that's is why it's not attractive. No one wants you know, to play with that. She's. We. I guess we have to kind of give Miss Elizabeth credit. We give all this credit. To guys like the Hogans and guys like the Savages and the Jerichos who reinvent themselves. But Miss Elizabeth, I don't think it's any credit for reinventing herself. She is still relevant in the year 2000. The guy changed. The guy changed, right? She's not with Savage anymore. And Did she really change that much, though? Did she really reinvent herself that she's much? She's reinvented just, her body. Look at her body. Her body. Her That's body. one thing. But, I mean, she's still pretty much the same character. Just uh, She had a little bit of a heel factor. Yes, here, she's more vicious life. here. She's yeah. using the bat. She cracked Sting in the face at Star K with a baseball bat. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say she reinvented herself. I would say that That's she reinvented. Became, yeah, she just became a heel for a little bit and ran with that. Probably got a little more confident. But she pulled it off. Yeah, she pulled it off. I'm not saying she didn't, but I'm just saying I don't think it was like reinventing yourself, like becoming like like Jericho. So this match goes like eight minutes and ten seconds, and we just got a final there. Just got a final. and Hogan always getting his moves in, brother. Yep, got to pose. And 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 just just as a side note, I'm looking at the ri- the ring 
right? And I see the WCW logo. How god awful was that WCW logo? The worst. The worst. I, you know, I've said this on a different show before, but that WCW logo is that logo change is what I pinpoint where that company really tanked. That's when that logo showed up. That was when we knew. Like, if you watch WCW and that's the logo, you know that those were the shit years. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't like, I can see, like, obviously, WWF, WWE, like, they changed their logos, but at least the logo, there was a premise to the logo and it, it still looks relatively the same, you know, you as far like, as the, the way it goes. But this one sucked. Speaking of logos, do you guys like when they put the logo of the company or the event on the mat? Because I don't. Uh, I don't have a problem with that because they were selling advertisements on this. Yeah, you, know, you can see the Snickers and stuff. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because they had the advertisements there if that's paid for. But Yeah, no, I don't mind that because, like, ECW did that with, like, the, the logo of the pay-per-view in the center of the ring. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. At least you know a show you're watching. Well, I mean, because there's a difference, though. I mean, because here you don't have advertisements on the turnbuckles. In like Japan, you have the advertisements on the turnbuckles, uh, and some on the ring and the ring apron itself. So, yeah. I mean, you got to get the advertising money. That's where the money's made. So Sting saves Hogan here. This is at the Cow Palace. Um, I've never of, been there. Out of the three of us on this show right now, I'm the only one who's seen a wrestling show there. A lot and, of uh, a lot of what? A lot of history. A lot of history, and that's it, it. You know, like a lot of these sports guys, they have these. Um, ballparks oh, i gotta go see a game with this ballpark i yep. gotta see a game with this ballpark well wrestling fans we have that same mentality gotta see a show here gotta see a show there you know we'll never see a shows at the i'll never see a show at the the sportatorium or any of those places in texas that are all fucking demolished now um and the cow palace there's my boy Jeff Slap nuts. the cow palace is one of those shows that every wrestling fan should see a wrestling show at and i was fortunate enough uh, to see a, a new Japan show there a few years ago, and uh, man, what an iconic, an iconic venue! I wanted to, sure. I wanted to take you uh, up there uh, to see AEW. I was going to say, hey, let's go to the Cow Palace. Yeah, it's next month. Yeah, but yeah, so the Cow Palace definitely a venue you should see a wrestling show at if you ever have the opportunity. Just to know that you did it, a bucket list checklist type of type of thing. So that's all. that's all I got for the venue. Okay. This you is put the, it over. You put the venue over quite well. Over huge. Uh, this is Sid defending the WCW title. Um, softball's not going on at this time. It's a three way with uh, Sid, Scott Hall, and Jeff Jarrett. As I said, this turns out to be Scott Hall's last match in WCW. In fact, I don't think we see him again until November in 2000 when he shows up randomly at an ECW show. So. And uh, Vegas, you gave this coffee, this mocha by whipped dream creations. Yes. Um, on Etsy. Again, the link will be coffee in the broad, in the broadcast, the link will be in the uh, description. Um, You gave it a two, two stars. This one, a two star. And I gave it a three star. Three star. If you're uh, new to our YouTube at uh, Coffee and Wrestling, you'll have seen that I have been littering the shit out of it with Jeff Jarrett guitar shots. You're welcome. And I guess I'm going to continue to do that because 
a lot of people like it. And while I'm on the topic, and we do the buffer intro here, which I can't, should we trust Buffer to say, let's get ready to rumble? Let's see. From here at WCW Super Brawl 2000 for the final main event of the evening, a three-way dance for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you ready? There we go. We just didn't do it. Are you three? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, so there you God, go what an awful intro song jared's coming out he's the man yeah but that song is terrible <laughs> that song was good so while we're on the topic of jared i posted a, a compilation video of him hitting women in wcw because it was funny you will not realize how many times people commented the Mike Graham quote. Broke 6,000 guitars, never drew a dime. I'm like, all right, first of all, bud, you watched this whole video. And that's going to be your comment from it. I mean, the amount of, and, and it's been that, it's been, um, Oh, and he had his daddy start a, a fed uh, company for him to make him champion. Uh-huh. Not, not true. The 6,000 guitar line, not true. It's incredible how these little stigmas in wrestling catch on and turn into reality almost. They, they I mean, I understand go, they never go away. They never go away. That's the thing. It's like, it's almost you just subconsciously hold on to the stigma that you got ingrained into your brain. Well, and I think it's just uneducated wrestling fans now. People are like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a pro wrestler or a pro wrestling fan." Okay, when did you start? Uh, 2018. <laughs> and then like, oh, well, Jared never drew a dime. Oh, how old are you? I don't know, 20, 25. Like you, the they just they hear stuff, and they're like, oh, well, then it has to be true because somebody that you know, supposedly is in the know said that. So they just repeat it. And it's like, dude, you look stupid. You look foolish. When I mean, you say that for a guy that never drew a dime, he sure as hell, you know, has been hired, rehired. And did Jarrett really ever draw? Does anybody go to the show to see Jeff Jarrett? Well, but, that, but, but, but that's but not you the... can say that about anybody. You can, so what the, you know, the only what, guys what that drew, there's draw? like 10, there's like 10 guys that have really drawn money. What do they say? Then what's the point of even saying who drew what? But you know what I'm John, saying? That's say like Shawn saying, Michaels never drew a dime. That's I like see. saying, I know, but I mean, to say, oh, Jeff Jarrett never drew a dime. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of guys that had careers that you could say the same thing for. At this point, with WWE right now, it's, it's the name itself will sell. It doesn't matter who's on a card. At this I mean, point. Sid never drew a dime. Do you guys say it about Sid? I used to go to shows based on Sid's. Fuck uh, you. No, you didn't. 
Sid Justice there. No, I'm not going. Yeah. So, Sid, I mean, Sid never drew a dime. And you guys don't say the same thing about Sid. Sid, softball Sid. Softball Sid. <laughs> One of my videos I posted, Jared hit him with a guitar. I said, Sid, Sid would rather be playing a double header than getting hit in the head with a guitar <laughs> by Jared. Softball Sid. He's like, softball <laughs> Sid. Yeah. This would be a meme of him standing in the ring. I'd rather be playing softball. That's, that's oh, the other one I the other one I uh I would post about Sid because I had posted a couple of guitar shots. Sid getting hit in the head with his half a brain when he because he, he said that one time yeah. in the promo and he had a half a brain. I got half the brain that you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking blunder. But it's it's you know what it's Mike Graham and thank God he killed himself. It's Mike Graham who made this comment about six thousand six thousand guitars and never drew a dime. And uh, it, it's caught on, and and here we are, and we still talk about it to this day. And uh, but here the, again, the the point is never drew a dime. Okay, so yeah, he's not Hogan. Okay, back in the the eighties and like if Hogan was on the card, like you were like, because again, TV was very uh, scarce back then. Internet wasn't a thing. Okay, so now you can go back and see all the Stone Cold Rock. Uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, all those guys, you can see all their prime matches online. And obviously none of them wrestle anymore either. But Jarrett wrestled back then still. I mean, if you look at it, you could, he was in WCW. Uh, he was in WWE. He was in TNA. He was, he's in AEW. Triple A. Triple A. New Japan. New Japan. I mean, he's been he's everywhere. Done it all. So you're telling me that somebody that's been in the business, I don't know how long you might know, Dick, uh, how long he's been in the business people still signing him like yes it, i mean other than ford here he would go in a heartbeat he just if watched was... him wrestle he just wrestled on tnt yeah all right i got a question three dick ford hey joy vegas you too who do you put in your rankings you put jeff jarrett or chris jericho higher oh well jericho oh, jericho is gonna be higher than jarrett I'm making sure. Are you really putting Jared over heavily here? I oh, I am putting him over heavily. Well, yeah, but but I run is, the fan club. He does, Jeff Jarrett fan club. Uh, he, and you should you should have heard, you should have seen him uh, text. Uh, hey, hey, Jared tweeted. Uh, he retweeted me. Oh, oh god, he <laughs> he was so excited that that the pod, Jared's podcast was retweeting him. But yeah, obviously, uh, Chris Jericho. Jared's podcast is, follows a Twitter account that I created for Jared's guitar shop. Yes, and I wrote something for Voices of Wrestling a pro Jarrett piece about yeah. uh, uh, at, for voices of wrestling. If you guys saw it, I did deserves, read it. He deserves his accolades for what he's accomplished in this business. Yes. He think about a guy who etched out a 40 year career has done it all. He's wrestled. He's promoted. He's been an owner of a company. He's literally done it all. And you're going to, you're going to sum up his whole career by a fucking Mike Graham quote from a DVD? Get the get out of here. Clown shit. I like Jared. I really do. I like Glad him. Mike Graham killed himself. Jesus. So I mean, <laughs> come on, man. We do not all share the same views on this show. Oh, and no. you don't have to. God damn it, that's Ford saying. Find me on Twitter at Ford Complains. There you Come go. tell me. Oh, here's the stroke. There it is. Bang. Nick Patrick. Oh, Nick Patrick took one. I was a big fan when he joined the NWO a few years before this. So, uh, man, this one, you set up Vegas here to guess the star count on this uh, seven minute 
42nd main event we have here. You you said it. You're watching it. So, Joey Vegas, you can take the guess. And I'm looking at the star rating oh, here. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. It, um, I'm trying I'm trying to get a, a gauge of the other stars and the other matches. Oh, you're you're talking. Mm. Mm, this is going to be too high, I think. Three quarters of a star? Oh, yeah. No, you're not high. Yeah. No, no one higher than one, that? One and three quarters. Uh, I wouldn't think that. Well, that's what it is. There's another stroke. Oh, well, they said that. Um, oh. Why? Wait. Why would this? There's so much interference. There's uh, there's four ref bumps. Oh, this is WCW. I mean, Jared's stroking out the refs. Oh, so there's another one. Look at that. Wade Keller said that the best 30 seconds of wrestling of the night was the first series of exchanges between Jarrett and Hall. Good bumps, good timing, good impact on the moves, and you didn't think either wrestler was going to snap in half doing it because of their ages. Jarrett's a bumping machine. Yeah. That's why Jarrett said he was in the NW. They did a he was in the NWO because he was a heel bumping machine. But like, how do you give this over a star? The guy's Jarrett's own personal referee comes down and oh, I got a crap on my arm. Oh, that's like Johnson. Yeah, yeah, but come on. There's already been eight referees in this match. All right, Here, so is it good? Where's the guitar shot? Is let it me tell up? you. I'll tell you what Wade Keller gave it. Because Wade Keller also does the stars. Meltzer gave it one and three quarter. Yeah. Keller gave it two. Oh, Jesus. Two stars. How do you see? Because now, see, I, I don't know. I. I... I would have to do a side-by-side comparison between this one and like another one and three-quarter star match and be like, oh, here it is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is my favorite. Oh, Oh, I wish I had the audio. I'm surprised you didn't turn it up. I thought about it a little too late. And then Piper, like, I I don't know. I just. Piper, what a ref shirt. Yeah. He's a referee. Roddy Piper still doing things at this time is amazing to me. Now, this was, you know, Jarrett's the chosen one here, and he had yet to win the WCW world title. He doesn't win it until April. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah. Well, so, okay, so explain this. Yeah. Please, uh, Ford or Madness. Wait, I'm supposed to put logic on this? Yes. So why, why am I? Why is this my j- okay? So but no no so so star rating gets whatever. So you have you you have Jared's uh, personal referee. Jared hits the guitar shot. The, his personal referee is going one, two. So slow. Yeah. And then of course Piper stops him. And then now Sid's going to do this one two three. Have a nice day. But it's like. What do you, what, your so own personal referee little, is, the timing was a little off. Yeah. Is and that you, what you're and you give it about? a three or one and a quarter or one and three quarter stars. Technically Sid has a, uh, a mullet. Like, probably one of the last guys yeah. to rock a mullet really, I think. There it is. See, there it is. That's it's yeah. so stupid. The chosen one does not become the champion again. And leading up to this, he was just cracking Sid in the head with guitars left and right. It was great. <laughs> it's great. I mean, I will say this. I did watch WCW at this time or even before this time just to see who Jarrett was. Cause you knew it was like, the, it was like when the NWO was, was around, you knew they were going to cause some, some bullshit somewhere. You knew Jarrett was going to hit somebody over the head with a guitar every week. And if you didn't, you got pissed. I will say that. 
Still a solid two on the coffee. So there you go. Sid's going to pose with it. the belt and then go hit up a field okay. near you. Yeah. We're going to play in the rec league next fall. The batting cages after this. <laughs> 12 inch softball is not going to hit itself, fellas. Work on that swing. All right. So we're going to throw it to, uh, well, we're going to get out of here. We're going to do our exit here. And then we're going to throw it to JCD with the PW 1 to 20. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, with another episode. Coffee in the big time. Where we will drink more coffee and watch, and watch more wrestling. And I think next time we're going to do a different, uh, not Whipped Dreams creations. No, yeah. I think we'll we're going to do, do a different one. Yeah, because. I, I, I grabbed some, some stuff from Target. I think Madness even has this. Like decaf? I grabbed some decaf. I don't think I've ever had decaf in my life. I've, I have never had decaf in my life. And we're going to have decaf next time on the show here. The house blend. Good and gather. So we're going to drink that. Target brand coffee for you here on our wrestling show. Yeah, we're going to try. Yeah. Wait, you got heat with, with, at least it's Target and it's not a Walmart brand. No, that's fine. You're classing it up a little bit. Yeah, no. it's Target. So you saying whipped dream creations isn't good enough? No, you said you didn't want to do that. Next no, yeah, I know. I want to get another. Uh, I, I'm going to search out another one. Oh, you don't want to do good and gather? Not decaf. Why not? What the hell do you think I am? Let's give it a shot. An 80-year-old grandma? We're going to give it a whirl, baby. Decaf, please. We're trying decaf next episode. Yeah, here. it's going to taste like utter disgustingly. Ugh. Cup of coffee in the big time. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at Coffee and Wrestling. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Coffee and Wrestling. Go to coffeeandwrestlingpod.com to find all the links to subscribe and even buy a shirt. You can follow Ford on Twitter and tell me how much of an asshole I am for saying that Mike Graham should have, uh, thankfully, Mike Graham killed himself. You can mm -hmm. do so at Ford Complaints. You can follow Vegas on Twitter, Joey uh, at Joey S. Vegas. And the S does not stand for sister. And then Madness, your uh, Twitter handle there one more time, bud. Uh, we're going to go with my Instagram. You can find me there. Bar Instagram. At, that's okay. At the Mike Madness. And we're going to throw it to uh, JCD with uh, this week's uh, PW120. And uh, we'll see you guys next time right here on. Uh, Cup of coffee in the big time. The Pro Wrestling 120, the fastest 120 seconds in pro wrestling. Hey everybody, this is John JCD Demiselli for the PW120, and boy, what a weekend it was in Montreal. However, for as great as this past weekend was in Montreal for Sami Zayn and how over he was in Canada, there is no logical reason why you put the belt on him or you change the WrestleMania main event with Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns into a triple threat. I don't want to hear. Daniel Bryan, I don't want to hear any of that. This is worlds different from Bryan. The main difference is, and it's clear as day, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and thank God they did not rush it on Raw Monday night, will challenge the Usos and their record-breaking tag team championship reign at WrestleMania. The theme going into Mania will be the end of the bloodline. And I, Sammy and KO will do it on night one. And Cody will do it on night two. If you put Sammy Zayn 
into the main event just because you screw Kevin Owens, you screw the Usos. You even potentially screw Solo Sokoa, who maybe is in the corner of the Usos. And then, hmm, maybe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn need some backup. Who else would be great to back up Owens and Zayn against the Usos and Sokoa? How about Stone Cold Steve Austin? You can't do that if Sammy is in the main event. You can't do that if Sammy's defending the WWE title at Mania. You stick to the plan, and in this case, thank God they did. For PW120, it's been John JCD Dimaselli.